Ahoy. Hi. I'm Evan. I'm Addy. And you are listening to the Speaking English podcast, the place to be for anyone <laughs> at all. Especially if you say to yourself, I want to watch more movies or read more books. That's what we're here for. Talk about all sorts of things. And we're get we're we're getting with the times this week. We're usually not that with the times, but we're gonna talk about a new movie that has just come out. Uh, I think maybe not just come out, but has come out recently. <laughs> <laughs> um, which I guess we kind of don't do a whole lot, but it felt right for this week where we uh, we watched The Last Night in Soho. Um, and we're going to talk about it for the show this week. Before we get into that, how has your week been? My week has been good and busy. I'm officially on Thanksgiving break right now, which awesome. is incredible. But it was kind of a tough week to sort of, I don't know, you know, like, you know, break is just around the corner and then it's really, really hard to make it through those like last couple of days and you're just burnt out. That's what this week was like for me. But I made it through and I'm on break and I'm feeling great. Awesome. Uh, that's so nice. They don't have Thanksgiving break here. Ah, such a bummer. But I'm also reached a lull in the busyness because we finished shooting two days ago, mm -hmm. um, which has been allowing me to actually get sleep, <laughs> which is nice. <laughs> the whole time we were doing production and shooting, did not get too much sleep, but got through that. And uh, now I can have nice and restful days. Good. I'm so happy yeah. for you. you yeah. It. Now we need. Now we need to get into the, uh, the editing of it. The uh, film just came back today or yesterday. I think today. And it got transferred to digital. So uh, starting tomorrow, I'm gonna go pick up all the the, the stuff, and uh, we'll get to work on editing. I'm making making the movie. A reality, I guess. That's so crazy. So exciting. Yeah. I'm Make really excited about it. And my parents and sister are visiting this time next week. They'll be here. Oh my gosh, that's so exciting. It should be very fun. They, I, I need to call and talk to them and see if their plans. I haven't done that yet. And time mm -hmm. change is so weird. So I'll probably do that yeah. after we're done here. But, oh, uh, yeah, I'm really excited. I think it'll be fun. And, hey, uh, I'm excited things, for you guys. Yeah, things are gonna still like are, are still kind of a little busy, but not in an overwhelming way. It's just consistently things going on, but which is nice, which is the kind of busy that I prefer. You know, as long as there's something that you got going on every day, it's like you don't just lay in bed all day. <laughs> totally. <laughs> Um, so that's been nice. I did see four movies in the theaters in the span of 24 hours which is awesome things that I did the day after we finished. I was really excited. That is hardcore. Good for you. Yeah, <laughs> dedication. Was, three of them were Wes Anderson movies. Nice. So that wow. That's yeah, they did. A, and, one of, and the other one was this one that we're talking about. Uh, just the way it worked out. I got to, got to catch a lot of movies. And uh, including the Grand Budapest Hotel, which I had never seen in the theaters. I didn't watch that one when it first came out. So I finally now seen it in the, in the cinema. And that was awesome. Good. 
it. That's so exciting. It was. I'm, I'm really happy about it. I love that movie. I'm happy for you. Um, okay, cool. I think that's all. Oh, I was going to, I have to, have to recommend a place. Um, let me meditate on this for a second. What have I been up to lately? Um, I don't know if I've ever talked about the Baguette Boulevard on here before. I don't think so. Um, but that is my favorite fast food restaurant. <laughs> it's a Czech sandwich place and it is so good. I eat there probably like three times a week. Um, it is one of my obsessions <laughs> because they're everywhere. Um, at least like all the, all the places that I have to frequent for, um, you know, where, where I switch trams to get to places and where the school is. And there's always one nearby and I've eaten there so much and it's the best. Nice. And I highly recommend it. Probably, yeah, it's going to be the, the food that I miss the most when I come back to the States, I'm pretty sure. Nice. A classic. Is it food that you like could make yourself, you could learn to make when you get back? Or is it kind of advanced? Uh, I don't know. I mean, it's just but it's just like a I don't know the bread that they use is specific that would be hard to find there's just something about it everyone there is just like super nice too it's just the overall vibe I don't know anyone going to the Czech Republic gotta go Baguetteri Boulevard the best awesome Um, and yeah before I forget I want to talk about what we're doing for next week um, because I want to have my my uh, group members for my movie to come on cool uh, for next week because it seems like there's a little gap like we could do the wrap up next week but I'd prefer to wait one more week and then yeah, me like too. empty space you know so mm-hmm. um, I asked them and it seems that they would be down to come on and cool. do the show so I think that'll be really fun that's awesome I want to try to do that for next week. So I just want to put that out there now before we get rolling because I was just talking about movie, my, my, my movie. So. Awesome. I love that. Yeah. All righty. So The Last Night in Soho uh, came out this year very recently in the last like, two or three weeks, I'm pretty sure. Directed by Edgar Wright, one of my favorites. And uh, starring Thomason McKenzie. And Anna Taylor Joy, among others. But, uh, yeah, how did you feel about it overall? What were your overall thoughts? I absolutely loved it. Really? I, I, yeah, I think I probably liked it way more than you. If I had to guess, I don't know your opinions yet, <laughs> but but that's what my gut reaction was telling me after the movie. But personally, <laughs> I loved it. I thought it was phenomenal. Awesome. Well, I'm glad. <laughs> I I liked it. I liked it. I thought it had a, a few problems. I got kind of bored at a certain point. Really? Which point? Uh, yeah. Well, it, when the little shadowy dudes were just kind of chasing her around. Mm, yeah. It seemed like that thing, like the same thing happened like three or four times. And it was, I just kind of, it just kind of took me out of it. I don't know. Certain mm-hmm. points kind of like took me out brought me back but overall i liked it i don't think it was uh terribly groundbreaking in any sort of way and i think my biggest thing here lately is that whenever i'm going to see a movie i'm like what is it doing that's new and exciting Mm -hmm. um 
And so I guess I'm, I don't know, a little more harsh on certain things that like <laughs> seem to kind of not be that interesting, even though they're well done. And I think that's the case for the most part for this one is that like, I liked it and definitely had a good time watching it. Um, but at the end of the day, it didn't really excite me that much. <laughs> I had such a good time watching it. I thought it was yeah, so great. I, at the beginning, also kind of had the same sense that it wasn't going to do anything groundbreaking. And I actually, in the first couple scenes, did not think that I was going to like it at all. Um, because the way that it kind of starts is with um, Ellie going off to school and she meets her roommates and they're all just kind of a bunch of jerks to her. They're just girls that right away don't like her because they're not she's not like them and they want yeah. to undermine her or whatever. They're just being classic, like petty girls. And I hate that. <laughs> like, classic girl. Yeah. I'm so sick of seeing that because it's not, it's not classic girls. That's not what girls in real life are like. And I just like hate these mm. movie setups mm. that are just like, right. We all just know that this is how girls behave to each other. Like girls are just petty. They can't be friends. Yeah. Everything is a competition between girls. And I am so sick of seeing that because uh-huh. it just, just like perpetuates so much internalized misogyny about the way that girls behave. And it's just not even accurate. Like as a girl, like this is not never been an experience that's accurate to how like girl friendships form. And so at the beginning of the movie, I hated it. I was like, I don't want to go down this same path and I'm sick of seeing women portrayed this way. But then that's like not a core feature of the movie, I guess. Like it was just sort of a plot set up to get, Thomason out of the, or I mean, Ellie out of the like freshman year dorms, which I mean, I, it could have been more clever, something better happened to do that, but it was fine. Like it made sense to me. And then when you see Ellie's immediate like empathy and compassion and protectiveness over um, Sandy, I was so on board. (laughs) Like, I was like, okay, I'm back in the game. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's interesting. I, uh, I thought it, it, it kind of made me dislike Ellie as a character that she moved out so easily. Really? <laughs> I don't know. I just felt like just in, in a situation right now where I'm like moving to a new place and having to deal, uh, it took me, a, I, I, I've reached the point now where like I, I have good friends and I have like people to hang out with and stuff, but it took a while to get to that point. And like mm-hmm. the first week or two here was really tough for me. And I just yeah. think it's funny that she kind of showed up, had an awful first night or two, and was like, you know what? I'm moving out. I'm, I'm <laughs> out of here. I kind of uh, like that about her character. Like, I like that she was, she just found an opportunity to be on her own. So she just took it. Like, I don't know. Yeah. I thought that was cool. Yeah. She, no, I, I think it was, I think it, it, it worked for the story because it kind of tied into this whole thing of like how um, she has like these expectations about certain things and then Mm -hmm. gets like really kind of uh like personally attacked when they're not really like how she Mm -hmm. is expecting so i think Mm -hmm. it's like consistent with the character it just like frustrated me a little bit watching (laughs) even though i knew at the same time that it's necessary for the forward momentum of the story but yeah there were a couple of like there were a couple of plot points that i felt like were just kind of lazy like and could have been done a little bit more clever or just like wouldn't have happened like her moving out because she didn't like her roommates and because they were petty girls or whatever 
was one example that I was like, I wish that this had just been written differently. But uh-huh. uh, the other one was the very end where she just like goes back to school, like finishes her semester and like succeeds. I'm like, she would never be allowed back in that school after she like yeah. almost stabbed a girl with a pair of scissors. Like this yeah. would not happen. Even if they had let her back in, like why, how can you possibly go back to a school where all of this shit happened to you? Like I thought yeah. the, the F scene totally, I hated that. I wish that this movie <laughs> had been in a completely different way. Yeah. Um, okay, yeah, so before we get too into that, how do we feel about spoilers? Should we do a, uh, a general section and then a spoiler section just because oh, it's sure, so yeah. new? Because um, yes. I do have some thoughts about the ending, too. Okay. <laughs> but, uh, um, yeah, I think maybe best to do that. Start off with uh, non-spoilery and move into it later. Okay, sounds good. Um, yeah, so the beginning... I was like when she first starts having these like kind of flashbacky, I don't know, like these visions. Mm-hmm. I thought it was cool. I was so on board by that point. Yeah, I thought that that was so cool. I thought it was like all done so well. And all of the like imagery when she's in her visions and it kind of switches back and forth between like which of their faces is in the mirror when they're like doubling mm-hmm. each other, you know, and there's so many different scenes where you see one of them watching the other i just thought it was so cool like i loved all of that i really loved how the visions were done um i thought it was perfect yeah yeah i agree it's interesting how um there's not really any rules for it you know yeah it just swaps back and forth freely and i wonder you know if there's any significance to uh whose face is being shown when certain things Mm. happen because uh, I think, I don't know if in the, in the first one, it might have just been like through the reflections and stuff. Mm-hmm. But uh, at a certain point, like it switches who's like, which who the character is, who the act, who the actress playing the character is, mm-hmm. um, which I thought was interesting. And I just wonder, you know, if it's um, like there's any like specific moments where it, it's important that it's um, one or the other, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I wonder that too. Yeah, I think that's where I had the most fun in this movie is when they went and did crazy stuff in the 60s. Yeah, I agree. All of the scenes with Anya dancing were so great. I love the way that she dances. I want to dance like that. It was so cool. I loved it. Yeah, any any scene with dancing, I'm um, already in on. I love just watching movies where people dance. Me too. That's something I want to do in anything that I make to have a little bit of dancing in there, at least. Very nice. I just, I just really appreciate that. <laughs> Me too. It really adds something. Um, but yeah, I think when I, when I kind of, I was completely on uh, on board up to a certain point, and I think that point was when uh, things started getting uh, scary, like not scary. Because that was one of my mm-hmm. things about it is that this movie never really got scary, mm-hmm. even though it, it was kind of up a couple of times. Yeah, I would say that, but I wasn't. I think I think for uh, how much it went into horror, it wasn't scary enough. It seemed like it kind of had a choice to be more of a thriller and more of a horror movie, and I think it turned more to the horror side. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know if it if that necessarily. If it, I feel like it could have been better <laughs> if, it, if that wasn't the case. But uh, um, I think where yeah, when um, 
this this uh, idea of these faceless male characters kind of showed up. I kind of <laughs> fell off the the track <laughs> of where I wasn't completely on board. Um, yeah, I still I, I thought it was interesting, but at a certain point, it's like uh, I don't know. Like the same stuff is happening. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, it worked for me. I liked it. I liked the way that the male characters didn't have any faces. Um, I thought that that was like cool and clever and mm-hmm. scary. I guess I do kind of agree that that part just went on for maybe longer than it had to. But for me, it wasn't too long that it got boring. I got you. So it's not, it's not necessarily that the, I think I do like the idea that, uh, their faceless characters. I think that mm-hmm. that says something like what they're trying to say with that. Yeah, cool. yeah, exactly. I just think that you know they're she's seeing these guys in her head, but there's not really. Uh, I don't know. It just felt it just felt a little off for me. I don't really know. Can't really put my finger on it. But uh, yeah, that's the thing that like kind of just bugged me the most, and then certain things with the ending. Also, I was a little... Uh, yeah, the end sucked. That really mind. just kind of ruined something for me. But I, I don't know. I really like the whole sequence of event with events with these men haunting her. I just thought, I don't know, it just made sense to me. Yeah. Um, I did really like the scene um, where they're at like, the Halloween party. Me too. And like that actually turns into like an, an altercation, mm-hmm. um, I guess I'd say. <laughs> should we do like spoiler talk now i feel like yeah i guess so i think i think everything i have to say about this movie goes down to like specifics i guess yeah um so yeah and i think this is one that uh interested parties will have free access to watch and i think anyone who would be interested in listening to this episode should go mm-hmm. watch the movie because i think mm-hmm. i think even though it wasn't like my favorite thing ever, I definitely recommend it to for people to watch because it's a fun watch. It's so fun. It's a blast. A <laughs> blast really f- from the past. <laughs> Literally. Yeah. Yeah. Like, so my favorite sequence was when they they go home. Uh, this is, I guess, into spoiler territory now for doing that. Um, when they go home after the party and. It's uh, things are getting hot and heavy, and then she has like a very traumatic uh, vision, and mm-hmm. it's like um, I don't know. That was just the most interesting scene for me because it kind of plays mm-hmm. on like these. It, some could say it it could be a little like uh, heavy handed. I thought it worked for me though. Me too. Um, with the way it's like kind of you have these like two things going on, and she's reacting to one, but what is that? What are like the implications of that for the other? I guess I'd say, mm-hmm. um, and I thought that was like done really cleverly and interesting. And I loved that scene. Yeah, that's probably my favorite sequence of the whole movie was the um, the uh, Halloween party mm-hmm. leading up through that, and then all the craziness that happens, and then after that. It kind of like that to me and i think that's where the problem that i had actually is is because that was done so well and it mm-hmm. got the point across right then mm-hmm. and then so like these 
two or three or four other instances where the same thing happens and she's seeing the stuff out in the real world it's like you already did it and it was really good and it did you know it's like we don't need to see any more of this because we, we get it i guess yeah i completely agree that that scene was perfect like it was executed so flawlessly and there's so many layers to it like i you could just say so much about what that scene means both like within kind of the theme of the movie and also within the context of the movie you know like suddenly after after the movie ends and you learn that the woman who like owns that house is sandy it makes so much more sense about why she has all this like caution about men and stuff and why she went up there um and kicked that guy out and it it just like adds this like layer of the their relationship dynamic that helps you i don't know helps you better understand like her motives and stuff but also just like outside of of the movie to just like think about what it implies in real life is so important yeah. <laughs> it was really just done so good um, i agree that that was probably my favorite part as well and it was just perfect the only thing that i didn't like about like the series of events that like follows that though is that that the kid the boy is just like whatever like i'll just keep pursuing you yeah. <laughs> and i'm like what leave her alone first of all and also like in real life um that just would not happen like there's just so much stuff in this movie that like you had to suspend your disbelief so much not even just about like the ghosts but about the actual relationships of the characters which is annoying to me like i just so she wouldn't go back to school that guy wouldn't still want to be with her like i just don't like how easy and conveniently it wrapped up you know but i did love that scene and i also liked that the men continued to haunt her after that like especially in the library and stuff because i maybe this is too on the nose and too like heavy-handed but if it had just ended with that scene in the bedroom like the haunting aspect of it i think i would have taken a problem with that because because it'd be like that's something that would have traumatized her for a long time and like you don't just escape the trauma when the moment ends you know like of course it haunted her even when she's in the library just trying to do her homework Mm -hmm. because that's just that's just how it works. Like you don't ever get a moment's peace when you're actively dealing with trauma like that. You know what I mean? So I kind of liked that yeah. they implied that with the further scene with the men ch- scenes with the men chasing her. But uh, yeah, I see what you're saying in that. Like none of the following scenes lived up to what they did in that like initial one. Yeah. Yeah. And, and yeah, I don't, I don't need to say that like it should have just, the conflict should be resolved there. <laughs> Or anything. Yeah. <laughs> it's just more that like they, they seem to focus so much of the movie and the story about the same thing happening. Yeah. When it's like you could be taking it in like more interesting directions. It's yeah, like to I, me, it just felt like the same thing happened. Yeah, but that like almost parallels, you know, what Sandy was going through. Like her life also just became uh-huh. this repetition of the same thing happening with just these men who like no longer have individual identities. They're all just the same. They're all doing the same thing to her day mm-hmm. in and day out until she snaps, you know? And then the same thing kind of happens to Ellie where she just never gets a break <laughs> everywhere. She turns the same faceless men are haunting her over and over and over. She has to deal with the same thing. Yeah, I uh, I think the other thing is just because you, when you said the ending bothered you, I kind of meant more like the, the climax, like the way that the story wrapped itself up. 
Like which part? How did you feel about when she's walking up the stairs and she turns back into Anya Taylor Joy? <laughs> and starts, I like, like that. Singing and stuff. Oh, I didn't. I really my eyes. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> well, I think I think the biggest problem is that um you have these two versions of the character. You have the old the old lady. I don't remember the actress's name, but uh but um I think this Sandy character was too it seemed like two different people. And uh I didn't feel like there was enough of a link between this uh this figure of sandy that ellie was like very like protective of and um Mm -hmm. felt this connection to versus now she's this character that we've known and didn't know was also her (laughs) alexandra uh collins you know and uh it, it it felt like there wasn't enough of a connection there and that's what that scene was trying to do but for me it didn't really work Oh, I and see. I think, and, it, and it, I think that made me feel a little. Uh, I don't know. I wanted to see more of. Uh, I wanted to see more of Anya Taylor Joy because uh, she's lights up the screen. But yeah, uh, I think just for the purpose of that character, it, it, it seemed like it was two different people, and she's only like evil when she's old. I guess you know. <laughs> Is it, it, because because you want to make that twist of she thinks that she's seeing her getting killed, but instead it's the other yeah. guy, and um, it, it just felt a little disconnected to me. And then like too little, too late when they tried to do that with the last scene. I don't know. Mm. I thought yeah, it was okay, I but it, I didn't. I wasn't fully on board with that. I guess I would kind of agree with that. I wish that they had shown more of Sandy's character development while she was young. Mm-hmm. I guess, but I don't know how they would have with like keeping the twist, you know. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know if they needed to be that big of a twist. I don't want to rewrite oh. the movie here or anything, but it seemed like it was, uh, you know, so much was going into providing the shock factor and like wait. But uh, I think it it, it was kind of clear once at a certain point, you know, once yeah. you find out that the guy the old guy wasn't who we, who she thought he was. Yeah. Then it kind of clicked into place then. And I think it would be a more fun reveal if she found out through these visions, because that's how she gets to know this character oh. and, and then makes the connection that way. I thought Dang, it was I like, agree. <laughs> that yeah. right. That would have been way better. <laughs> it, just, it seemed, it seemed like they introduced this idea of her, like, finding these, this information about Sandy in the 60s through these mm-hmm. visions. And, mm-hmm. and then they kind of just left it behind so at a certain true. point. And I think, yeah. and I, that's what I'm like, they, they went to the same scenes with the faceless guys chasing her around town in the present day. Um, and I think they could have done lots of more interesting stuff with. Uh, okay. Yeah, I totally agree. This premise that they set up in like the 60s, because it seems yeah. like they started with that. And that's what I liked the most. And then at a certain point, I got left behind. Maybe because I guess so. The thing that they that they accomplished with uh, the the segment in the sixties um, was that you know men are bad and they are misogynistic, and mm-hmm. you get to that point, and then that's the conflict. But then at the end, in the last scene, those same people are like 
please help us. <laughs> and and she makes a decision like, no, I can't do that. Like this is and like that's a really interesting concept. Yeah. But it it just seems <laughs> I don't know. It just there's such a disconnect between the stuff in the sixties. Kind of just got like left off, and then it seemed like it didn't matter because the final conflict isn't with that situation. It is in a point because like that's the conditions that led Sandy into turning into. There is a specific name, I think, like Alex or whatever. But uh, <laughs> um, I just I I feel like. I want to see that. Like, I don't want to be told that. I want to see it, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that's where, like, I think it kind of just missed yeah, the ball I, a little bit for me. I totally agree with you. I, I like that concept way better of her learning through the visions. I'm glad you brought up that part where the men, it turns out that the men are chasing Sandy or chasing Ellie because they want her to kill Sandy so that they can be free. Like, they're not yeah. trying they're not really trying to terrorize her. They're trying to get help. And when they started asking for her for help and she hesitates, I was like, if Ellie kills Sandy, I will walk out of this movie. Like that would have been such a deal breaker for yeah, me. Yeah, that would be very awful. happy yeah. when, when she was like, no, <laughs> yeah. I will not be helping you. Yeah. Yeah, no, definitely. And, and like that, I agree with that. Yeah. <laughs> It makes like a pretty interesting situation. It and does. Then, uh, that was a really kind of interesting, like last conflict to add. And I thought I really liked that they did that. Yeah. I also don't understand why John just survived. Like, I, I guess like the end That's what I'm just, like, saying, wrapped man. itself up so neatly when I don't think it necessarily should have. Even in the last scene, exactly. like I was expecting to be like on crutches or something. Homie's Seriously. just fine. Like are just at school. Everything's good. These other girls are clapping for her as if she didn't like terrorize them with a pair of scissors. <laughs> like, like none of that made any sense. I actually yeah. hated that last scene. Well, and I was I, expecting it to be like a little twist of like that, that didn't really happen. Then there never really was that. Yeah. And it was like, ah, come on. Yeah. I, I was like, oh, that What's was the so deal? Cool. But her still getting to see young Sandy in the mirror, even then, I did really enjoy that part. Mm-hmm. I like that Sandy is kind of with her forever now, you know, and they they just connected with each other so well. I liked I liked that. I thought that that was a really nice touch to the end. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I like. I thought this movie was good. I just kind of I was a little underwhelmed by it. Mm-hmm. It was all. Um, yeah, I thought maybe it didn't have to be as much. I, I thought that maybe it shouldn't have been a horror movie. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, I mean, not completely. Like, I think it served the story that is a little spooky and stuff. But it, it, I yeah, don't I don't, personally, I loved it so much. There are some movies that I think are so fun that I will just overlook the silliness of some of yeah. the scene choices. And this is one of those for me. I got you. Yeah. I uh I really like the first half, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Um cool. Do you have like a rating for it? Or did you have like any other important thoughts? Like big, big thoughts you wanted to share? I don't think I do, but I would rate it an eight out of ten. Eight out of ten. I give it a six out of ten. Nice. It's a little harsh. Harsh? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I still liked it. It's still a positive movie. I'm glad. I'm really glad that we saw it. This was a really fun one. Yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm glad I got to see it in the theaters too. 
I think yeah. they do our ratings like slightly different because I don't see six out of ten as a bad rating. But sometimes in like the wrap ups, I hear you say like, "Ah, this movie was awful. I didn't like it." Six out of ten. <laughs> <I'm> yeah. like, interesting. <laughs> interesting. <laughs> I think that I like. I, I kind of do my ratings the same as like the, the public school system. I guess <laughs> like a six okay, out of ten. I got you. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I gotcha. I think of it as like uh, every movie starts at a five out of ten, and then if it's oh interesting, it does things like bump itself up, or else like if it's bad, it gets it goes lower. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I would recommend it to most people. Though I think it's a fun one to see, especially like in the theaters of the movies coming out. You know. I totally would too. I, it was it was so fun and also i would say it was like important at the same time it touches on some pretty heavy stuff but in my opinion it touched on them really well i gotcha it reminded me of a lot of movies that i like just want to watch now um things like uh carnival of souls mm-hmm. some of the uh like um costumes and makeup i think was definitely a reference to that movie i think you mm-hmm. would really like that one Mm, I bet I win. Um, if you like this, I think that yeah, that does kind of similar stuff uh and better. Um it's a lot more cryptic though. It, things mm. don't like all tie together in that one. But I think Well, I like my biggest complaint about this movie is the way things all tie yeah, together. Yeah. <laughs> so I'd say check out Carnival of Souls. Okay, cool. And then this is one that I haven't seen, but I hear that it's uh, a lot like Repulsion by uh, mm-hmm. Roman Polanski. So I need it. That's like one that I've been needing to check out. And now I have even more of an urge to watch that. One, so. <laughs> yeah, I kind of want to watch it too. I, In general, I really like a scary or freaky movie where there there is like hints of paranormal stuff going on, but the real horror is just like real life, you yeah. know, like it's just the real tragedies of human existence. Uh-huh. That is my favorite type of scary movie. So any more recommendations that do that, I will gladly take. I gotcha. That's honestly how I felt uh, the first time I watched Rebecca, because I watched mm. the movie, by like it was the first thing I saw. And they kept talking about like Rebecca's presence everywhere. I was like, is this a ghost story? And it turned out not to be, but like, yeah, I don't know. I love that movie. Yeah, I like that. I've talked a million times on this about The Lodge, which was one of my favorite horrors oh, of last gosh, year. Yes. And it does that so perfectly well <laughs> that's like probably my best example of a movie that does that sort of theme i guess i love it that reminds me a little bit of uh Rorschach's chapter in watchman where he's talking about uh, <laughs> all this stuff going on and like at the end of the day you know people are just awful <laughs> everyone's <laughs> doing it to themselves <laughs> i was just thinking about that book um, earlier this week I was too. That's funny. Uh, cool. I think that's all we got to say about the last night in Soho. The songs. How do you feel about the songs, real quick? Uh, the soundtrack was perfect. It was so fun. Yeah. I loved the soundtrack a lot. Yeah, <laughs> I did too. But I think this is a thing where, like, I'm just becoming like uh, curmudgeonly <laughs> in that uh, songs that like have too many pop or movies that have too many pop songs are starting to like rub me the wrong way. Mm. Uh, and I think but there are certain places in this song where I was like, come on, 
<laughs> where there's <laughs> it's like you just you just switch like between pop songs too much and like Edgar Wright has always done that and like that's mm. kind of the whole uh, premise behind Baby Driver yeah but so like I don't know what like it didn't like completely bug me in this one but there was just certain times I was like hmm interesting <laughs> and like yeah. I don't know I don't know if that's like a genuine um, criticism I have or if it's like something that is wrong with me <laughs> <laughs> That's I don't funny. know how to fun anymore. <laughs> That's really funny. I think it just depends. Because I watched The Big Chill, uh, which does that like every 10 seconds. <laughs> Not every 10 seconds. Like, it's this, this could, a sequence of a bunch of different uh, montages set to pop music. And I was like, come, come on. <laughs> That's funny. Um, yeah. But yeah, I did really like the soundtrack. It was... Tons of fun. All the 60 scenes were my favorites. Me too. And so. uh, oh, that one little sequence actually, like, it was a short little moment where she's like walking down the hall and like looking in every room and there's like all these crazy stuff going on. Yes. I thought that was cool. That was so like reminiscent of The Shining, I thought. Like a, mm. a couple movies have done a scene like that, but it always makes me think of the scene in The Shining where yeah. they're running through the hotel and different things are going on in different yeah. hotel rooms. Like with and the dog, the guy and the dogs. Time. Yeah, the dogs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like love that. I love that they did that in this movie. Yeah. Okay. I think that's all my big thoughts. Cool. Um, okay. Yeah. So yeah. Now that was that was the last thing. So, um, cool. Yeah. So next week we're going to try to get my, my group members to come on and, and do a little uh, conversational English. We haven't done one of those in a while, but I think those are fun. Ask them about what they how what they think about movies and books and stuff, and then we can talk a little bit about the project we've been working on while here. It should be fun. Awesome. Uh, cool. Yeah. So hopefully that works out. If not, I'll let you know sometime during the week and okay. we'll find something else to talk about. <laughs> but I think it should, I think it should be okay. Cool. Uh, barring catastrophe. Uh, so I guess that leaves all they're left to do is to uh, recommend an album. Do you have an album for this week? Yeah, I am going to recommend the album White Bronco by Action Bronson, which is a rap album. Um, kind of new to me i haven't really listened to action bronson much before but i really like him and especially this album and especially the song white bronco on the, on the album white bronco and i i was trying to think i knew i was going to recommend this album today and i was trying to think of how to explain the rap music that i like and i don't know how i don't know how to talk about rap music in general like i just don't know the correct words to use but okay. there's a really specific type of like very fun rap that samples i guess samples music that you wouldn't traditionally expect to be sampled in rap or, or maybe just okay. like it just adds like a really fun like juxtaposition i guess between yeah, the rap yeah. and the sample that is the type of rap that i like the most and that is what action bronson does on this album <laughs> nice i like that i like that so my album this week is uh, adele's 30 it Beautiful. just came out <laughs> Um, I don't know if it came out like yesterday or something, but I listened mm -hmm. to it today and it's awesome. I love it now. She's like, her voice is so insanely gorgeous. And uh, this one's really fun. Every song on this album is like crazy long, though. This is a 12 oh, really? song album that's an hour long. 
like most of the most of the tracks are like six minutes around which is cool i think it works um it's just i was not expecting that every song kind of has its own like its own little epic it seems like with uh, <laughs> yeah i must and, say that i love adele and i'm very excited to listen to this new album but i hate this album cover like a lot yeah it's not it's not the best album. it is not good she is beautiful she has a beautiful side profile but what is the deal with this just like weirdly blurred background that her <laughs> who did this to her this, who did this? <laughs> this is a horrible album cover um you know look at this i hadn't thought about it but i think you're right it's awful it just <laughs> it looks so old and, and bad yeah just, that's fair Compared to like her other album covers too, which are all yeah, like the cover for twenty one especially. That is a gorgeous picture uh-huh. of her. It just works really well. Thirty, uh uh-uh. uh, uh uh-uh, not it. Hard pass on that one. <laughs> um, all the songs themselves are pretty good. Good. <laughs> well, some of the I I've, I've only listened through once, but uh, there's definitely uh, some ones on there that I think. Yeah, I'm just I've just been like a really big Adele fan since forever. <laughs> Yeah, and it's just so odd whenever she—not odd, but it's just like an interesting thing whenever she releases an album because it's it's very different from like a band or an artist that I've discovered, you know, in the last three or four years since mm-hmm. I th- or like more like five or six years since I've been listening to like all sorts of crazy and different music. Any yeah. artist that I've been that I like started listening to before then. And they come out with something new is always like a different vibe than, uh, yeah, than anything else. Because <laughs> I remember when the the new Strokes album came out, it was like that. And uh, when the Arctic Monkeys did Tranquility Base Hotel and Casino, it's just like such a different vibe for me personally. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like different stuff. Yeah, it's just interesting. So I had to I had to recommend it because I I had a. Fun time. That's all I've been listening to today. It's been it's been fun. Nice, great rec. Yeah, I'm sure everyone like listening is like knows about this already though. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, Adele is like one of the artists that kind of just transcends all circles. Like whenever she drops yeah, an album, like, the whole world is on it. Yeah. And so I don't know. I still got to recommend it though. I think it was a great choice. Yeah. Alrighty. So I think that's all we got for this week. Thanks for tuning in, everyone. Um, I was in a lot better of a mood this week. Last week I was grumpy. <laughs> I think all sorts of stuff was happening last week. But uh, now, that, now that production shooting is all over, I can uh, be fun again. Good. I guess. I, 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 fun again. <laughs> I don't know. I was, I was fun then, just uh, at a certain point you know, on, on each day, my uh, battery, my, my social battery kind of just dropped out. But... Uh, yeah, so I think uh, I want to do lots of fun stuff for the podcast for the last few weeks that I'm here. I think there's only a good three or four weeks left, probably four, um, mm-hmm. but not a whole lot. I'm not a whole lot of weeks left while I'm still in Prague. I'll, I'll be back to saying hi at the beginning of the episodes. <laughs> <laughs> so crazy. Um, yeah. So uh, if you want, uh, if you want to check out our Instagram page, it's speaking English pod with no spaces um i haven't really been posting a whole lot but we're always there on like we're on there and uh always ready to talk about anything so if you ever want us to 
watch or read something for the podcast or just have any questions and ask us about anything, uh, contact us there probably or else at our Patreon page, patreon.com slash English, where we do bonus episodes every month and uh, extra kind of extended versions with video of uh, all our episodes that we publish. So that's a fun time. Check it out. We have a couple of videos on there that are public. So uh, if you want to just go on there and check it out. Um, uh, yeah. So just if you ever want to talk to us, we're always around, even if it doesn't seem that way. Mm-hmm. I, I, I feel like I needed to make that point because I always talk about the Instagram and I haven't really been doing much on it lately, but we're always available there. <laughs> so yeah, that's it for us. Have a great week and we'll catch you next time. Thank you so much, everybody. Bye-bye. Bye now.